Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Corey Willis with PVI and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of DD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today's episode came from you guys. So we had posted on Instagram and we said, hey, tag some people that you'd like to have on the podcast to talk about their truck. And today's guest, her name is Michaela, or on Instagram, she's at Cummins Gal. And she got a ton of requests and we've been following her truck for quite a while. And we wanted to ask her about it. It's a third gen 5.9 with a 48RE. And she found the truck and it had some rust issues. Uh, she lives in Wisconsin. There's a lot of salt on the roads and just going through, you know, winters and things like that. The, the salt can definitely take a toll on the body. And she's going to tell us about restoring it, doing the body work, and then also about the performance upgrades with the transmission, the engine, turbos, injectors, basically everything that's gone into the truck. So we're really excited to have her on today. Before we get to it, though, we want to encourage you guys as you know, summer's getting ready to roll around, things are starting to open back up. It's a great time to do maintenance on your truck. And Amsoil right now has a, a free shipping offer where if you spend 50 bucks you just free ship 50 at checkout and you'll get free shipping on anything that they offer they've got engine oil transmission fluid tons of different products for your cummins duramax or power stroke so just go to amsoil.com enter that at checkout and you get free shipping all right let's get to the podcast with michaela and learning more about this third gen truck michaela welcome to the diesel podcast i'm excited to chat with you today i've been following you for quite a long time in your truck build and restoration and all the cool things you're working on. And we did a post on Instagram recently where we're like, hey, you know, tag someone that you'd love to have on the podcast. And I think you were the most tagged and requested person. So it's great to have you on today. Thanks. Appreciate it. I wanted to start with having you tell us a bit about your truck and why you gravitated towards the model that you did. And what about diesel, you know, pulled you in? Where did this all start? For me, it definitely started um, as a little girl. I was always that kid behind the fence at truck polls. At the county fair, at just the local polling association we have here in Wisconsin, I always dreamed of doing that. For whatever reason, I was just drawn to it. With my dad being an A&P mechanic his whole life and being around my brother, I was always with the boys doing motor work, working on stuff, and it just always inspired me. And as I became in high school, diesel was kind of a more popular thing for daily driving. And when I became of age to be out by my own vehicle, of course, I went to trucks. I went to diesel because I thought that would be a really great opportunity to start something of my own. And to pull, that was kind of the big thing to do, was to get a diesel pickup truck. And I ended up, I ended up getting um, a Dodge because from watching truck pulls and hanging out with people, and just learning as much as I could from other people, Cummins is definitely definitely the way to go, even though I grew up with Fords, that's all my dad had, but building efficient power definitely came from the Cummins, at least that's what I thought. So I definitely went with third gen because it was newer, affordable at the time when I got it a couple of years ago, and so I went with a third gen Cummins. I remember seeing a picture on your Instagram, I think when you first got the truck that you have now, 
And I wanted to have you tell us a bit about how you found that truck and then some things that needed to be done or fixed on it when you got it. Sure. So I like to tell people the story behind how I found my truck. Ironically, I was laying in bed one night doing, you know, the classic scrolling through Craigslist, and I found this truck that was just put for sale about six hours prior to me finding it. And I contacted the guy, ended up looking at it the next day, and um, the man who was selling it was telling me the whole backstory. He said, hey, my brother-in-law is selling this truck because his son owned it for 11 days. Something happened on his 21st birthday. He died. His dad wanted nothing to do with it. He wanted to get rid of it. And so part of me obviously felt obligated to buy it just to help someone out. So I ended up buying it and getting it two weeks later after financial stuff was taken care of on their end. But I ended up bringing it home. Um, Rockers were starting to rust pretty bad. The passenger side um, bed, wheel well, was pretty rotten. So I ended up putting fender flares on the truck because I didn't have money at the time to do any rust repairs. So that's basically how I drove it around for for a while. And when you, I'm sure there was, there was a big dream or an idea that you had with the oh, truck, yeah. you know, being at, <laughs> being at truck pulls and, and yes. seeing the performance side. So when did you make the decision to proceed with building it how you wanted both, both, you know, aesthetics and then also, you know, with the performance and the engine and power and things like that. Sure. So knowing when I bought this truck, I had in mind, I would love to pull this someday. I would like to just build it how I've always dreamed as a kid. I always wanted a blue jacked up truck, always liked big trucks and whatnot. So I knew in my mind, I wanted a big truck that was blue And it originally had a stack on it, so I ended up taking that off eventually. But I just had this vision in my mind as a child. This is how I'm going to make my truck someday. And when I started, um, I really wanted to get going on the project two winters ago. And that's when I noticed all the body work that needed to be done before I was able to paint it and build the motor and do everything else I wanted to do to it. With the body work, did you do that yourself or did you take it to a body shop? Or did it myself in the garage during winter. Um, so it was not this past winter, but the winter after that. So 2018, I ended up parking it during that winter. I parked it November 14th. I ended up, um, since it's a 2003, I should probably have said that a while ago, I bought a 2003 Ram. And since I already had to replace, you know, the front fenders, had to replace the grill, the hood had a bunch of, like, hail damage to it, you could see if you looked closely. So I'm like, well, why not do an 06 on up front-end conversion because I really like the bigger headlight style. It just looks bigger and meaner to me. So I ended up getting the fenders, a new front bumper, upper bumper cover, grill, grill bracket, headlights, and I ended up getting a cowl hood. And that's basically all you need for the front-end conversion on those trucks. And basically started from there, just getting the old parts off, ordering the new parts. And then the biggest thing was um, fixing the rust. Being a Wisconsin truck, you know, we got salt all over the roads all winter. They're constantly putting salt on the roads when we don't even get snow. and just stuff rots really fast. So my rockers were basically gone. I had no inner rockers. My cab corners 
you could definitely stick your finger in one side. The bed was pretty well gone underneath it especially and on the wheel wells under the fender flares. So I ended up finding a local person who drove down to Texas every so many months and he brought rust-free truck beds up. So I ended up buying a whole new truck bed and I found the Rockers Camp Corners you can find ironically on Etsy at a store called SE Michigan Automotive. They only cost me less than $200 to buy for the repairs. So during winter of two years ago, you have to cut out the wheel wells, uh, sorry, the rockers and cab corners. And then you got to basically, you just line it up with the parts, that you, the new replacement parts, and you weld them on. Pretty easy. The hardest part was probably shaping it making it look good, making all the lines even, making everything level. But it definitely probably took me, I'd say, maybe a couple days each side working on it every evening after work. It sounds like a lot like a lot goes into it, especially, like you said, with the lines and, and the way that the yeah. sheet metal is, you know, from the factory and then matching that up so that when you, yep. you, know, you paint it, it's all seamless. Yep, definitely. And for... You can also purchase, like, the inner rockers you can buy, but I ended up having a friend who had a bunch of scrap stainless sitting around, so he actually rigged up some inner rockers that are made out of stainless. Hopefully, hopefully that helps prevent rust in the future. It's been holding up pretty well. Still no rust on it for driving it for two years like this. Now, the, the color and the paint, did you you'd mentioned blue but it's a very specific color blue it's a really cool color blue and i know later we'll you give out your instagram and people can check it out but how did you pick that color and you know is it was that what you envisioned when you were younger or was it you're looking through you know some samples or like nope that's the blue that i want being a female you know color is a big thing so i was it took me three weeks a solid three weeks to decide what <laughs> shade blue i wanted I mean, I went to um, the local paint shop, and they gave me a big pamphlet of, these are all the shades we have, but if you find a different color, um, just let us know. And we can color match it if you find the code. So I ended up looking through those sample books for a long time, ended up finding a color I really liked um, with the help of my brother-in-law, and I ended up taking that sample in. They sprayed a little panel for me to take home and to look at, and that's how I determined what color to go with. I wanted something bold, something that no one else had, something different, and the color I chose in particular is exactly what I wanted, what I had envisioned. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely it's unique and it's a really cool color blue because when you think of blue trucks, it's either like the dark navy blue yeah. or like the Ford electric blue color. Yeah. And the the one that you chose really stands out. And one of the things that I, I've noticed, gosh, I think I followed you for a couple of years. I think I remember when you started the restoration is the, you know, it's not just about aesthetics. There's a lot that you've done with performance, with turbo and injectors and transmission. And then also being involved in the diesel community and industry and and networking with people. And I wanted to ask you about that part of it. So as you're, you know, you've, you've put the truck together or you're, you're putting it together, what help or what kind of relationships have you been able to build with people in different segments of the diesel aftermarket? Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. 
Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Well, when I first started the build, I always thought, hey, what if I asked some companies if they'd want to do some kind of like partnership, sponsorship? Uh, I had a couple companies that I messaged, and I, I basically sent them a picture of my pile of rust truck and said, hey, these are my plans, these are my goals, would you take me on? And I have Sinister Diesel as one of my sponsors. They took me on in a heartbeat. They've been excellent to work with, and thanks to them, I've been to Vegas for SEMA, met a lot of great people, and also Industrial Injection took me on and um, got to meet a lot of what I would call in my mind famous people in the diesel industry, and I've been to many local and also out-of-state events, um, drag races, truck poles, and got to meet a lot of people. Just the opportunities from just my truck, I wouldn't trade it for anything at all. But um, when I was getting into the sponsorship sponsorship stuff, um, my main goal was personally, I'm a female in the diesel industry, and there's a lot of other girls my age, younger, older, who are interested, but in a sense are kind of afraid to get started because, you know, we're outnumbered. So my goal into this build is to inspire, in particular, females to get involved in the diesel industry, to follow their dreams, to do what they want. If you have a goal, if you have a dream, shoot for it, keep aiming for it. doesn't matter what people say. If that's something that you want to do and you know you're going to enjoy it, just go for it. We did a, a podcast maybe a year or two ago, and I had chatted with a brand manager about partnerships and sponsorships and what they look for. And I wanted to ask you, what are some tips that you would give someone, whether it's a race truck or a show truck or just something really cool, where somebody wants to become more involved and almost, you know, brand themselves or the truck in in diesel, how do you how do you do that, or or what are some some recommendations you know that you give? Like on the podcast that we had, you know, he had he had mentioned he's like, hey, put something together and say, this is what I have, this is where I plan to go, this is the the value or exposure that I bring to your brand, and this is how we can bring it together. And I think a lot of people they they want to get involved and they want to do things, but they may not know you know, how to start or how to put it together to get a company to say, yeah, yeah, let's work together. Sure. Well, a lot of people have to understand at first is when you think of a sponsorship, a lot of people will associate sponsorship with free stuff, free handouts, which, I mean, you do get to that point after you show your hard work. But basically, when you get started, if you're just honest with the company and be just like, hey, these are my plans this is what I want to do, can you help me out? If you just show them that you're going to work hard and you show them and like if you're on Instagram or whatever social media you can use to advertise to that company, if they see you promoting their brand, I mean, more work you do for them, better the reward. One of the things I think of too is like picking or reaching out to companies that, you like or you're you know you're passionate about their products 
or you, you know you have experience with it <clears throat> i think that makes it easier as well because Definitely. like if i had to think you know say of like outside of diesel but if i had to represent something and i picked a company i really liked like fn or trijicon or something like that it'd be totally easy because i'm always on their websites reading about their stuff like it would be awesome but if i pick something i wasn't really interested in it would be so much harder and i think sometimes that can almost be overlooked and it's like you know when you're you're planning your build a step back for a second and say okay what what brand turbo do i like what brand injectors what brand transmission what brand injection pump what brand wheels tires whatever it might be that you have a, a natural inclination towards and then it'll make it so much easier one to sell yourself and two is to be able to represent and grow that brand awareness in in you know the segment that you're in oh definitely it's uh it's, it's been really cool to watch the transformation of of your build because i think now especially you know with third gen trucks is you know is the last generation before all the major emissions systems were on it and the parts are plentiful there's so many different ways to build them so many different things to do that they've they've always been popular but it's like a resurgence as well and people looking to pick up a truck it's like the second gens are cool um you know especially if you can find a 12 valve and you know fourth and fifth gens are everywhere you can go buy them brand new but that third gen that 03 to 07 is if you're a Cummins person is like that's the holy grail year range because there's so much you can do oh definitely that's one reason why i just love the diesel industry in general if you want to try something if you want to try a certain turbo setup compounds triples you can do that. You can make it work. Even if it's something that you don't think you're going to stick with, you can try new stuff. You can, not necessarily, but you can experiment. You can, there's just so much you can do. And there's not necessarily, in a sense, a right and a wrong. I mean, there is, but it, there's just, the opportunities are just endless. Now, on the power side, I know the truck's definitely not stock. And you dynoed it. I don't remember if it was last year. Or, or maybe recently, but I remember seeing some dyno numbers. But what, what kind of power is the truck at right now? Sure. I always tell people it's a fully built stock because you never want to tell people necessarily. But <laughs> last year, I did put it on the dyno. I hit just under 650 horsepower in 1425 foot-pounds of torque. But because of my transmission, according to my dyno sheets, I was losing about 125 at my trans. And if you keep up with the Instagram, you'll know that I just got a fully built uh, 1,000 horsepower billet transmission. So I have compounds coming on the truck doing some push rods and spring soon. So the next dyno that's coming up is in June. So I'm super curious what it's going to put down with some nasty tunes. I'm hoping to get to 800 horsepower this summer. So we'll see where we go. And is the ultimate goal with the truck to kind of keep it right around that you know, like eight eight fifty, still be able to drive yeah. it and yeah, be... yep, definitely shooting between eight eight fifty. I mean, it still is my daily driver in the summer. It's it's just something fun, something I want to take to the local truck pulls because I'm part of the Badger State Truck Pullers here in Wisconsin, and we have Great Lakes Dragway, one of the oldest dragways in the U.S. And I go there just want to see how fast it can go and see how much power I can get out of it. It's just a fun vehicle. I may not win. I don't necessarily care. It's just something fun. Are the uh, are the tracks and things, are they opening up this summer for you guys? 
Um, they have postponed a couple of like the free fun nights at the dragway. But tr as far as like truck pulls go, only one has been canceled so far. So I'm hopeful. I think everyone's raring to get going. There's all these projects, you know, people started in like October and we're getting ready to have, you know, finished in January, February, March. And I know there's, everyone's ready to go back out there and watch things go down a track or, you know, pull a trip. Oh, for pull sure. A sled and get back at it. Oh, for sure. Now for, you know, people out there that are, they, they want to learn more about your truck and maybe they want to ask you questions. There might be questions that they have. How do they find you on Instagram? Um, my Instagram is Cummins Gal. Um, you can follow me, follow the build. If you have any questions, just message me. I answer everyone who messages me with questions. Um, just see what's going on. Just follow, and that should be it. Yeah, I think you have a lot of a lot of really cool stories too, with uh, like truck stuff and different things that that you're working on and. And everything like that and like I said it's been really cool to watch your your build progress and you've been so you've posted so much information along the way with the the body work and um, you know the transmissions and just different things that you've done that it's it's really cool to follow a build like that and you almost feel like you're watching it happen every day so I encourage everyone to go check you out and then ask questions you know especially you mentioned you getting women more into diesel performance and, and building what they want and i encourage them to to you know message you reach out and ask for you know tips and things that they can do i'm open to that that'd be great it would be awesome to see more women involved and we can do it well i definitely appreciate your time today michaela and i look forward to seeing the truck when you got compounds on it and you're taking it down the track this summer and throwing it on the dyno and hitting that 8 850 mark sounds good i'm excited thank you for your time don't forget, diesel fans, if you're getting ready to do some maintenance on your truck before summer, head on over to AMSOIL.com, use promo code FREESHIP50, and if you spend more than $50, you get free shipping on your order. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.